This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. Today's Gospel comes from Luke 15, the parable of the prodigal son. It's one of those stories that finds its way into popular culture and could easily end up being an answer in a crossword puzzle or on Jeopardy. But if somebody asked you what prodigal means, what would you say? Well, if you explain that prodigal usually means wasteful or describes someone who's a spendthrift, you'd be close to the original definition. It comes from the Latin word prodigus, meaning extravagant or lavish. And so the younger brother in the story is certainly prodigal from the perspective of the older brother. But a second definition of prodigal is one who returns after an absence, which might be more the understanding from the father's standpoint in the famous story. I think it's interesting for us to consider which of these definitions resonates more easily in our mind, and then to ask why. Perhaps we relate more to the prodigal child, the one who's gone away and then come home, or or perhaps we relate more to the elder sibling, the one who has stayed at home and worked hard and becomes a little resistant. Whichever it is, there's a lot in this story to relate to. The great writer and uh, spiritual thinker Henry Nouwen wrote a little book entitled The Return of the Prodigal Son, and in it he reflects on the great painting of the story by Rembrandt, and he also reflects on his own experience of the prodigal and how it changed over time. Nouwen wrote that earlier in his, uh, in his life, he related more to the storyline of the prodigal son. Later, he related to the elder sibling, the one who was resentful and a little envious. But then, Nowen says, he's beginning to relate more and more to the father in the story and wonders if perhaps that isn't Jesus's main intention in trying to help the religious, the religious leaders of his day, the Pharisees and the scribes, those who were so worried about the sinners, exactly get to that place of forgiveness, of welcome, of receiving all who would come to receive God's love. Wherever we may find ourselves in this story of the prodigal son, whether we relate to the younger one who returns home or the older one who has some trouble getting around to forgiveness, or perhaps we relate to the parent who sees the one coming and and runs to the gate to welcome Wherever we may find ourselves, may the grace of God work on our hearts to help us grow up in our faith, to be more adult-like, like the parent in the story, and to be more forgiving, both of ourselves and others. Let us pray. Gracious Father, whose blessed Son, Jesus Christ, came down from heaven to be the true bread which gives life to the world, evermore give us this bread that he may live in us and we in him, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The musical recording this week is from the congregation's singing of the Sanctus at our 11 a.m. Choral Eucharist. During the season of Lent this year, we're singing the setting of Sanctus by Jack Warren Burnham, 
the organist and choir master at Emmanuel Episcopal Church in Newcastle, Delaware. You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The Eighth Day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the Eighth Day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the Eighth Day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.